The Couple Next Door. Written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Dear, thank you, Betsy. Thanks, darling. Hello? Yes. Oh, hi, Ruth. Oh, she loves to answer it. Yeah. Huh? Oh, gee, we can't. We're going out tonight. Daddy's home. He just drove in. Mommy? Yes, we sold our house. Uh-huh. Well, Mommy? We, yeah, yeah, yes, I know. I heard you. Thank you. Now, Mommy's talking on the phone. I'm sorry, Ruth. Yes. Oh, very suddenly. No, we never thought of selling. We got by accident this wonderful offer. Hi, Daddy. Look, Ruth, let me call you tomorrow and I'll tell you all about it. All right, fine. I'm sorry we can't come over tonight. Okay, Ruth. Goodbye. Oh, (laughs) boy, have I had a day. Everything has gone wrong. Oh, I'm sorry, dear. Hi. Hi, Hi, Daddy. Hello, Puddin'. How are you? All right. Harry borrowed my car this morning and apparently backed into a stone wall or something and scratched the fender. Great big scratch all along the fender. Oh, uh-huh. well, look, well, we have to hurry, dear. I yeah, laid out so your suit. You're so darn mad. Probably cost me 20 or 30 bucks to get it fixed. Harry said he'd pay for it, but you know what it's like trying to get any money out of that guy. Uh-huh. There's a clean shirt, underwear, so and socks all upstairs on the bed. Now, I'm all ready except my dress. You shower and shave, I've been honey. so careful with that car, you know. It doesn't have another scratch on it. Uh-huh. Well, now we have to hurry. Tell me about no, it later. Oh, on top of that, which happened this morning, then this noon, Miss Jackson walks in and says she's quitting, getting married. Well, dear, she has yeah. a right to get married. Right in the middle of our February sales campaign? <laughs> now, look, get Oh, and then tonight, it. right after I left the office, Honey, see? please, look at the time. I've got to get Betsy fit and pack her nighty. She's going to spend the night with Mary Lou Kendall. Daddy, I'm going to stay overnight. Mary Lou. Uh-huh, that's nice. I bet Harry never pays a dime for that fender. Please, dear, go on upstairs. Go on now. Will you, know, you shower I've always taken such good care of that car, and then Harry has to go and scratch it up. I guess this wasn't Daddy's day. No, <laughs> I guess this wasn't Daddy's day. <laughs> come on, you eat your dinner, and then we'll pack your night and drop you off on the way to the party. Mommy? Yes, now come on out the kitchen now, will you? Mommy, I don't think I, I want to stay overnight with Mary Lou now. Betsy, we went through all that. Now you insisted on doing it. There's no time to change plans. Now, Mommy and Daddy are going to a party, and let's not let anything happen to upset Daddy any more today, huh? Now, come on, dear. We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. You hear a lot about America's new leisure these days, but take a look at almost anybody's weekend, including your own, and you'll find everybody busier than they ever were. Everywhere, things are humming. And everywhere you'll find most everybody adding a pleasant new dimension to their activities with a radio nearby. There's music and entertainment to liven the passing hours, and most especially over the weekend, there are regular up-to-the-minute news reports. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you're in touch with the whole world with CBS Radio's 35 regular news broadcasts scheduled every weekend. In addition, with the whole CBS news staff around the world Constantly on the alert for any unusual developments, you can count on immediate and comprehensive reports, whatever the hour, in case of any critical news flash. Some of America's most able and distinguished reporters comprise the CBS news staff. Keep up with the world with the regular CBS news broadcasts every weekend on CBS Radio. (laughs) 
are you coming along up here, dear? Did you get showered and shaved? Yeah. What do you think about just sending Harry the bill? Where's my nail polish? What, dear, what? What, what do you I... think about just sending Harry the bill? What bill? The bill when I, when I get the scratch on the fender face. Oh, 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 the fender. Huh? I don't know, dear. You're still thinking about that. Where is my nail polish? Oh, I didn't tell you what else happened to me today. I got shortchanged at the cigar store. No. Yeah, no. yeah, I went in, asked for a pack of cigarettes, gave him a $10 bill, and he gives me change for a one. No. Yeah. No, you got shaving cream on your ear. No, no. No, 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 the other one. Uh. Why is it when you point to one side of the face, people always feel the other side? Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, so I said, I, I beg your pardon. I, I was going to be very nice about it, uh-huh. you know. Listen, the Richardsons are going to be at Claire's, so please don't let him get you in a long-winded argument about politics. So I says to him, I beg your pardon. I said, I gave you a $10 bill. Uh-huh. Well, he looked so surprised. $10 bill, he said. Oh, no, you didn't. You gave me a one. Well, that burned me up. Right away, I could see I was going to be, you know, get into one of those things with him, with me claiming it was a 10 spot, which it was, and him claiming it was only a one, yeah, you know? Yeah, uh-huh. you're tying your tie wrong. Oh, huh? let me do it. Let me oh, do it. Let me do oh, it here. All right, all right. Anyhow, I thought, <clears throat> all the business I've given that yeah, guy, I told him, mm-hmm. I so told him so, too, you know. Huh. I always get all my... <coughs> Cigarettes and pipe tobacco in there. You figure out a pack of cigarettes a day, three, 365 days a year. And you don't buy cigarettes in there on Saturday and Sunday, dear. Well, roughly speaking, I must give that guy at least $100 a year in business. You got that, You dear? spend that much on smoking? Well, anyhow, I turned to the guy standing next to me at the cigar counter, and I asked yeah, him... Yeah, there. All right, your tie's all fixed. You it. it looks fine. Yeah, it looks I fine. I turned to this guy, and I said, I beg your pardon, but didn't you see me put down a $10 bill? Well, this guy was so dumb, he just said, I didn't see anything. I just came in. Well, he didn't just come in at all. He'd been standing right there oh, during the oh, whole oh, thing. Oh, gee, my hair looks terrible. Well, I, I knew that I had put down a $10 bill, uh-huh, you see. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Zip my dress up the back, will you? So, and the reason I knew it was a 10... Zip my I had, dress, will you, All right, please? all right, all right. Well, turn around, turn I am around. around there. The reason I knew it was a 10 was that that's all I had in my wallet, uh-huh. you know? Yeah, listen, don't tell that story about the hula hula dancer tonight either. I don't think it's yeah, funny. All right, okay, oh, well, okay. See, I had just looked in my wallet and remembered that I hadn't cashed a check today, which I meant to do. All I had was a 10, you see? Uh-huh. So I knew. Yes, yes. Uncle George always told me that when you give a clerk a $5 bill, you should always say 5 you know, or if it's a 10 you should say 10 you know, As a matter of fact, know, it's like a darn good idea. Well, Mommy! I said I was going to stay right there until I got the correct change. Mommy? I told him. I don't want to sleep over there tonight. You go in there and pack your night in your bathrobe and slippers. I thought that's what you were doing. I said I'd stay right in that store all night if I had to. Where are mm-hmm. my shoes? Yeah, I put them right by the bed right oh, there. Oh, yeah, so... I'm not going to sleep over there. Now, look here, Betsy. You wanted to this afternoon. You begged and begged. I said I'd get a babysitter to stay here with you, but no, you were determined to go over to Mary Lou's, and it's too late now to change plans. Mommy and Daddy are in a hurry. I didn't I get did. unpleasant, you know. I didn't raise my voice or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Just told him perfectly calmly I was going to stay right there until I got the correct change, because I knew... Oh! What's the matter? I I busted a shoelace. Look, look at it. Well, you haven't any other shoelaces either. For those shoes, you'll have better tie knot in it, dear. No, why And put your toothbrush and toothpaste in your suitcase, too, Betsy. Uh, No, Mommy, I don't want to go now. I'm not going to argue with you, Betsy. Oh, look at this shoelace. I can't tie it. It's too I'm not going! Yes, you are. Daddy! No. Pack your suitcase. Pack your suitcase now. Well, what? Suitcase? What are you talking about? She's got to take her nightie and her bathrobe and her slippers. What? Why? Where's she going? Oh, I told you. She's staying overnight at Mary Lou Kendall's. I'm not either. Well, I didn't know anything about it. I told you when you came home. Now, well, I didn't hear you. What's the problem? She begged and begged to stay overnight. Look, can you I tie t- this shoelace? Put your foot up, and now Try she it. doesn't want to, and I think you should talk to her. Well, go pack your suitcase and do as your mother tells you. No! What did you say? Nothing. You go in your room and pack that suitcase. Now march and wipe that look off your face. Go on. <sighs> Yeah, I tied your shoelace. Now get your coat on. I don't know where she gets her temper. 
All right, now what does that look mean? Nothing, nothing, dear. Well, now what does it mean? Well, you do have a bit of a temper, dear. I do? Well, I most certainly do <laughs> not. I am really very even-tempered. All right, all right, honey, you are. I don't know how you can say a thing like that. <laughs> Get your coat on, dear. Yeah. All right, where was I? Where were you? You were sitting on the bed. Why? No, no, no. I was telling you about this guy who shortchanged me. Oh, yes. Uh How do I look? You look very nice. Lovely. (laughs) So I told him I was standing right there, you know, and I I was going to stay right in that store until I got the correct change. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. You already know? Yeah. Come on, let's go down. Told him I'd been a steady customer there for years, you know, that I'd gone out of my way, out of my way many times just to patronize his store. Oh, there's my girl. Did you get your suitcase all packed? Yes. Well, you come on downstairs again. I said, this is the thanks I get for giving you business. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Betsy, don't trip now. Well, I'll say this much for him. He got pretty upset about the whole thing. And finally, he said... Yeah, you want to get our coats out there? Yeah. All right. Finally, he said, well, all right, all right. We all make mistakes. I thought it was a one, but if you say it, it was a ten, okay. So, <laughs> well, the upshot of it was, he finally gave me the change. Here's your hat, Betsy. Yeah. Uh-huh, it was too <laughs> bad, dear. Too bad. I just told you. He finally gave me the right change. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that's fine, darling. Uh-huh. Didn't you listen to anything I said? Yes, I heard the whole thing. I just missed the last part. Yeah, the whole point to it, of course. <laughs> Come on, get your coat on. You got your suitcase, Betsy? Yes. I'm not going to like oh. staying over there. Well, you're going to stay there anyhow. You begged and begged to go. Now, you've got your keys, dear. Well, let me look. Come on, Betsy. Now, dear, let us not stay late, whatever we do. Come on. What's the matter? Come on, why are you just staring at me? Don't I look all right? Where are you going? Where am I going? Why, we're going to Claire Madden's dinner party. I'm not going to any Claire Madden's dinner party. I'm going to the Chamber of Commerce Banquet. Chamber of Commerce Banquet? Chamber of Commerce Banquet? I told you last week I was going to that banquet tonight. This is the first I've heard of the Chamber of Commerce... You're crazy. I told you. You never said one word about it. I asked you last Sunday when Claire called and invited us, and I said, is that all right with you? And you said, yes, yes, fine. This is the first I've heard of any Claire Madden inviting us to dinner. Come on, let's go. Come back in the house, Betsy, and close the door. Your father and I have something to talk about. We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. Right now, in countries behind the Iron Curtain, millions of truth dollars are helping to spread the tenets of democracy. You, as an American citizen, with your dollars, can sponsor a Minute of Truth, broadcast by Radio Free Europe. These broadcasts send hope and courage to more than 70 million people who are struggling to free themselves of tyranny. The people who live behind the Iron Curtain are of vital importance to us. One of the greatest contributions you can make to uphold their morale is your truth dollars sent to Crusade for Freedom, care of your local postmaster. You might just as well stop saying you told me, and I said, yes, yes, fine, because this is the first I've heard of Claire Madden giving a dinner party. You were sitting right there in the big chair. I don't know where I was were sitting. In the big chair, dear. It was Sunday, and I answered the phone. Well, it doesn't matter, because I am going to the Chamber of Commerce Banquet. You can't, dear. This is Claire and Jim's anniversary. She's making a big thing of it. What would I tell her? She's got all her seating arrangements at the table. There'd be an empty place, and that spoils everything. I have looked forward to this banquet. May I ask? May I ask just where did you think I was going? You saw me getting all dressed up. I don't know. I wasn't even thinking. Did you think I was going to the Chamber of Commerce Banquet? No, I did not. You couldn't go. It's a stag affair. It always is. Well, then where did you think I was going? 
Didn't you even wonder? I don't know. You mean you could see me getting all dressed up in an evening dress, rushing to go someplace, you're in the same room, and you don't even uh, wonder look, what I, I'm I doing? Look, wasn't, I wasn't paying any attention to you. I was busy getting dressed myself. I was, I don't know, I was thinking of Harry and my fender, if you want to know. That guy who shortchanged me. What's the me. matter? I... Well, your father and I have just had a little misunderstanding, I guess. I told you, I distinctly remember telling you that on Wednesday I had a Chamber of Commerce banquet. In fact, I remember... Wednesday? Yes, yes, and I remember This is Thursday. This is Thursday. It is. Well, look here on the calendar. I know it's Thursday. I had a dental appointment. I thought this was Wednesday. Why, no, dear, this is Thursday. Well, what happened to Wednesday? I guess it was yesterday. It generally is. That banquet was last night, and I missed it. Well, I'm sorry. What'd we do? Nothing. We sat here. We played some Scrabble, I guess. Oh, my gosh. You know, it gives you a funny feeling to lose a whole day out of a week. Well, all the excitement of selling the house and all that, I suppose. I have looked forward to that banquet. We were having a speaker I wanted to hear. Oh, dear. I sit home and play Scrabble. (laughs) Well... Well, there's nothing you can do about it now. Come on, thank goodness you're all dressed up for Claire's dinner. I can't get over it. I, I, I can't see what happened to Wednesday. <laughs> well, it was here. Can we go? <laughs> Gee, I'm getting hot sitting here with my stuff on. Yes, yes, yes. Come on. Well, now what's the matter? We signed the first papers for the sale of the house yesterday. That was Wednesday, huh? Yes. What now? I stopped on my way home, and I bought that sports shirt. So? Cost me... It cost me eight ninety-five, and I gave the fellow a ten-dollar bill. So today, all I had in my wallet was a one. Oh, honey, and you raised all that fuss at the cigar store. Well, dear, you can stop in tomorrow and apologize and pay him back. <laughs> Come on, for once, let's be on time. Poor daddy, this just isn't your day. Oh boy, this isn't my week. <laughs> The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Francie Myers as Betsy and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Stuart Metz, inviting you to listen again tomorrow for The Couple Next Door. Next Door.